0: Praise Jesus. Isaiah 60. I wanted to do uh, two things, three things, and it'll be short. And I'm going to do one thing that I felt very strong the Lord said to do, but I wasn't very comfortable doing it. But I felt I would do it because he told me to do it. What else can you do? But then I was very encouraged once I got into the prayer room. Uh, we're just in a movement of God. I don't know if you know that yet, but we are in the move of God. It's moving; He's moving. But I, uh, there was real prayer toward the, this instruction that God brought to bring an exchange out of light, out of darkness into light, out of out of the power of Satan to the power of God. So I was encouraged, and we sang into it. So I believe, if you'll follow me, it'll be Isaiah. We will. We're going to do three parts. I want to read the first four verses of Isaiah 60. Then I'll explain to you what we're going to do. This is not to teach. It's more to step into and experience and let the Lord's work that was accomplished with Christ to be fully ours and to experience. So let me find my Isaiah. Um, Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise, Shine. For your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The whole day is called arise, shine. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and the deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And the Gentiles or nations shall come to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They gather together. They come to you. Your son shall come from afar and your daughter shall be nursed at your side. I want to pause here. I want to come back to this because if the Lord wills, God wants to activate all of chapter 60 and chapter 61 into each of our lives effectively. Effectively. But I have to jump. I have to go forward. I have to go forward to the New Testament. Can we go to John chapter 1? Um, We are in a conflicting season. At the last days, the darkness will get darker. We read that today in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And the light will get brighter. People will choose to love the lie instead of the truth. And those who choose to love the lie will come into greater and greater delusion. So we're not talking about a, uh, we're talking about a greater and greater separation of light and darkness. Paul was called as an Apostle and he was to open the eyes so that they would uh, turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to the power of God. They were to receive forgiveness and an inheritance, a full spectrum of salvation for those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus. So I'm chapter, I'm now, I want to be in, uh, did I not say? I want to be in John's Gospel chapter 1, verse 1. So. You permit me now to get us into four chapters, four verses not chapters, but they're different chapters John in the beginning was the word the word was with God, and the word was God, he was in the beginning with God all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it or overcome it or overtake it. So when we're talking about arise, shine, for your light has come, we're talking about the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ in this full glory of God in his face. We're talking about what was the light that is now ours to shine in is the light of Jesus Christ. So now if we can go to John's epistle. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1, which now he writes in calling us as believers. This was the story of the gospel. Now we're in his first epistle. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, and we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. John touched the word of life in the in the flesh. The word was made flesh. He touched him. He used to put his head on his bosom. The Life was manifested. And we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you. That you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So we, the body of Christ, are to walk in fellowship with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. This is our inheritance. This is our... It's ours. You don't have to do anything to be qualified by believing that God raised Jesus from the dead. Righteousness is imputed. By confessing Him as Lord, salvation is granted. And we are brought into Christ. We are in Christ. We are forever in Christ. I know I'm talking a lot about living in Christ. That's not something we're not doing. It's just we're not aware that we can be doing. It's already, it's, if you're not in Christ, you're not His. So we're not talking about qualifying At some higher level of christianity we're talking about accepting the truth of what god accomplished in his son and living from the place of his son's truth and not not operating backwards trying to get forward when we're in fact already in place that christ prepared for us but activating that place and starting to just live everything is in christ your day's in Christ, your tomorrow's in Christ, your yesterday's in Christ. Your health is in Christ, your deliverance is in Christ. Everything is in Christ. In Christ is joy and peace and righteousness. So we're talking about now living in that fellowship with the Father and with his Son. And these things we write to you that you may, your joy may be full. We are not joyful believers because life's going well. We're joyful believers because we're in Jesus Christ. We are not joyful by circumstances. We're joyful in Jesus Christ. That's one of the things that distinguishes us from the world is that we're walking in joy, and even joy that's unspeakable and full of glory, even when we can't see the one we love and we're suffering through the things that are coming against us to try to separate us from the one we love, we're still walking in this inexpressible full of joy, knowing that our end of faith will acquire and save our souls so they no longer run here and there and wander off here and wander off there. So this is the message. We've heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. This can happen very quick, easily. Though I am eternally in Christ, I can wander away from that truth and begin to imbibe the lie. I can begin to allow my flesh to lead, which is still carrying sin in it. I can begin begin to just kind of go into the shadows. Nobody ever gets up and says, I think I'm a backslide today and go commit adultery and extortion. We don't start there. It's just a little, little, stop, forget to pray, don't have time, dizzy, who knows? We all get there. So we have fellowship with him, and we walk in darkness. We lie. We, we, We don't, we're not fellowshipping when we're walking in darkness. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, that's all it is, is I'm 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 a, I'm responsible to walk in the light that's being revealed. I'm responsible to live in the uh, agreement with the word I'm hearing. I'm exo- responsible to live at the level of encountering God that He's encountered me at, and and I'm well, we have fellowship with one another, and while we're having fellowship, we have an incredible experience. The blood of Jesus is cleansing us from all sin. So all the things I don't know yet, all the ignorance of, th- of unintentional Ezekiel 45 was to deal with the. Sins are done in ignorance and unintentional. I think I do more sins in ignorance and unintentional. And later you find out what you did. Oh, I oh. So, but there's a blood, a fount that just is cleansing. And you're in fellowship and you know it. Oh, it's rich. It's beautiful. You know it. You're not, you're not here because you're qualified by your actions. You're here because you accept the one who qualified by his sacrifice. And you're there. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and truth is not in us. Sorry to say, but this is a, a path of departure. The path of departure usually begins like this. I'm, I'm just kind of walking in the shadows and I'm just declaring that I'm still in fellowship. But I don't feel the fellowship, but I'm not really ready to deal with what I am in the shadow. I'm not even aware of it yet really fully, less disconceiving. I'm starting to be drawn away. I don't get it. But then there gets a level where we start saying we have no sin. Now, I'm not doing anything wrong. This is the culture we live in, and the, and the world that just would say, you, you, you can't tell me I have sin. That's just my choice. If we have no sin, if we say we have, we deceive ourselves. So the delusion, sin is deceitful, and it'll harden the heart, and it'll move you from the place of union, communion, and fellowship and friendship. And the truth is not in us. And the truth is Jesus Christ. The lie is I can live apart from the truth of Jesus Christ. It's a simple and separate so if we confess though our sins, So it's always a way in. We are about to read Jeremiah. And I encourage you to read Jeremiah. You could you could it 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 will be overwhelming. It is I think of Jeremiah as like a marriage counselor between God and Israel. Except he's not reconciling the two by making them both become equal. He's trying to bring Israel back to God, and God keeps saying, here's what I've got to do, but here's what I want to do. Here's what's going to happen, but here's what I want to happen. And, and here he says, if we confess our sins. You see, whenever I'm in darkness, I just recognize that I'm in darkness. Lord, I just want to confess the sin, and I just stepped into darkness. I stepped into sin. I, I'm in unbelief. I'm angry. I'm fret, fretting, I'm whatever. I just confess it, just confess it. It comes, everything comes out of, righteousness comes in, or salvation comes in by the confession, and sin goes out by our confession. The things of the word come ours by the confession, and the things of the world come out of us through the confession. Just, oh, that's not good, that's not. And he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So again, perfect fellowship perfect fellowship restored. It can be in a split second. It becomes, we become aware of it. It's the abiding life. You realize as soon as you're not abiding, you just step back into abiding and let go of that thing which distracted and pulled you away. If it was for a week or two weeks, you're just back in. If we say we have not sinned, This is where the heart has hardened to the point where it's not really aware anymore. It's not willing to accept that its behavior, its choices, its practices are sin. Now we're no longer in delusion. We're actually in confrontation with the king, the God, who provided for us a son, sacrifice, as acceptable. We make him a liar. And now it's not true. Just We don't even have the word in us. We're hiding. You start hiding. You know you you know when you're hiding, you don't pray and you don't read your Bible because you not you're not ready. Just well, we read that today in John three. I tell you what, the Bible just got sketchy every day. He said, those, you know, those who, who practice the truth, they come to, they they come, they want to be seen. They want to come into the light. So they can what they're doing, they can be seen for what it is. And those who love the darkness and practice the lie, they withhold. They don't want to be exposed. So now, one more chapter, one more place, and then I promise we'll just do a quick exchange because I think the Word is doing the work, not me. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 5. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Jesus. Then we can get into proclamation. We can get into some shining rising and shining, and let light shine, let our light shine, let the glory of the Lord rest upon us. It's all ours. My whole world's changed in the last 13 years. I pray in an entirely different way. I approach God. I can't even pray about many things because I have to first accept what God has accomplished in the Son before I can pray about anything. And a lot of things, people, I would find myself praying in, I don't pray about anymore. I just accept them as received in Christ, and it's revolutionizing my life. And I think it will, it will be the big move of God in so many ways of the accepting the testimony that God has given concerning the Son. I've given you eternal life, and this life is in my Son. So this is beautiful Ephesians. We love Ephesians. Uh, Therefore be imitators of God as to your children. We're not trying to be like the world. We're not trying to be like the Joneses. We're not trying to keep up with anyone. We don't want to be like what's on TV. We want to be like God. We want to imitate Father and as a Son. And how does a Son behold, behold, follow His Father just like Jesus Christ? And walk in love. And walk in love. And walk in love. Love is the key. Love is the primary. Love is the, 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 that which brings perfection as Christ also loved us. So there's our, there's our level of standard. And giving himself for us, and that's what will show up in a love life. You lay down your life for your friend, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. When we are positioning our heart to yield our life, lay down our soul, let someone else have their way, not push, that's love, and it's, it's, it's pleasant to the Father. But fornication... And uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be named among you as fitting for the saints. Now we're going to get a little personal because darkness does have names. And names that are in darkness are darkness, no matter how you change the name. Fornication is, spirit, is all sexual immorality, everything outside of marriage. And, it, and we get from fornication the word pornea, which is where we get the word pornography uncleanness is the participation in the things that are not 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 becoming Uh, the Old Testament called the description of uncleanness by the law it said if you had a pot and it didn't have a covering then what was ever in the pot was unclean because like we know to, to cover something is to keep it from the impurities of the outside well uncleanness can be in all manners and functions Covetousness is pretty hard to see in America because we all practice it so well. (laughs) Uh, But we'll get some help in a moment. Let it not even be named among you as fitting for saints. So that's that, whoa, okay. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting. Our mouth is determining everything about where we're headed. And if we don't, bridle our tongue, and we don't watch what we say, and if we get caught up in things that draw out filthiness, foolish talking, coarse jesting, uh, that isn't fitting for the saints. But what we are fitted to do is to be giving thanks. So again, beloved, no matter what's happening in your life, you are to be the most thankful person on your block. Full of gratitude for the salvation extended. And it changes. See, we're not, we are meant to affect things. For this you know. Now this we know. No fornicator, nor unclean person, nor covetous man. And now here's our help for Americans who is an idolater. Covetousness is avarice. I've got to have more. I'm not satisfied with what I want. My neighbor got a new car. I want a new car. I don't like what you have. I don't like, I'm not content with where I am. It's just, and it's idolatry. It's a control mechanism. It's a means to try to displace God with the thought, if I had this, then I would be safe, and I would not need God to be, make me, be my safety. It's, 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 it's all over. And again, magazines sell by telling us who are the most rich people. So it's not something that we are not, you know, like going, oh, we got to recognize that there's a limit to that. No, it's pretty well full-blown, but it's not for us. We're believers. says so they have an inheritance in the kingdom of God. So I'm not talking about stumbling into this. I'm not talking about falling into this. And I'm even talking about those who are practicing this. You can come right out. But you have to realize that inheritance is being granted to the believers. It's in Christ, it's for us, it's eternal, given to us before time began. But it's given to those being sanctified. And sanctification comes by the Holy Spirit and belief in the truth. And they partner in, and we're in this journey, which is walking in the light. It's not about walking around going, oh, don't touch this, don't do that. That's not fine. You can't get lists to describe heart issues. But heart issues... are are to be always returning to the Lord. And just look about getting in the light. So let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. So what is happening is there is a wrath that rests upon, super super over the sons of disobedience. That's why they're destined for wrath. That's until they come, there are two kinds of people, sons of disobedience and sons of the light according to the New Testament, sons of disobedience. We're all born as sons of disobedience. When we've received Jesus Christ, we become sons of the light. So, therefore, do not be partakers with them. And Now, this is that walking. Don't be partakers. Don't Just don't get there. Don't go there. Uh, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the world. We're light in the world. Walk as children of light. And this is where... You cannot move this as a mass movement. It's every heart, a conscience before God, to end the time in His Word and by His Spirit, saying, "Lord, I want to walk with You as You walk. I want to, I want to receive what You have accomplished. I want, I want to accept what You have received, what You've done. Honestly, you can't try to not sin and sin, not sin. That's like the more you try not to sin, the more you'll be aware that you are sinning." But if you try to just behold and tell him how beautiful he is and if you accept the work that God accomplished in the son and that his righteousness is yours you have no righteousness of your own it's only his You, you, you just start being drawn in because it's not works of the flesh it's just a hearing of faith. For the fruit of the spirit is all goodness righteousness and truth. This is when we're in the spirit, we will carry goodness about us. We'll carry a sense of his righteousness around us and his truth. We won't be trying to work angles. Finding out what is acceptable in the Lord. This is a beautiful picture. Uh, uh, it, it's in the King James. It's, uh, yeah, finding out, discovering what is acceptable. Acceptable is pleasant. It's, it's, there's things that make God smile. The things that make him happy. We're going to read a chapter in Jeremiah that just to this day blows my mind. It was the revival that was, that wasn't. And in the hardship that Jerusalem was going through, they discovered the principle of forgiveness in the, in the year of Jubilee or in the seventh year of the year of release. And they decided as a people to release every indentured servant of the Hebrews, every slave that had had to sell themselves into servitude. And they released everybody. They didn't just kind of do it haphazardly. They made a covenant before God. I mean, a big kind where you cut the animals in half and walk through. But then they regretted it. They They reneged. They pulled back. And they went and forced everybody back into... Their servitude. Forgiveness, put them back into servitude. Then God shows up with Jeremiah and says, you know, the other day you did something that so moved my heart. You released all of your brothers from the indentured servitude they owed you, but then you wouldn't put them back in slavery. So now I'm making a covenant with you to send you into slavery. God is not retaliating. He has no re, He has no recourse but the course that we choose. They won't interrupt some of those choices. He tries to... De- and it, it's just like that. It was a revival. They were in a revival. There would have been no Nebuchadnezzar. There would have been no taking the city and destroying it. It would not have happened had they just followed through, but they didn't have a heart to follow through. That's why it's so much about, Lord, I just need to be with you. Please help me. I'm not the person I can be except you be with that person in me. I just want to walk in joy and peace. I'm afraid most of the time, and fear will always lead to lust, and lust will always bring to control. So I just, God, please, I just want to be inside and resting, and so so we are returning, returning, returning. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather... Expose them or reprove them. It's like the opposite of approve, reprove. Uh, so this is not going around. We're not, t- talking, we're not talking about the world. We, we fellowship with the world straight up. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 5, 6, we just fellowship with the world. But we're talking about within our own fellowship with the Lord. You have, you, no, 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 I don't want to be like that. I don't, I, you, we just, there's a liberty that comes. Again, confess, comes cleansing. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. So we're just not, you know, we, there's just a lot of conversations you don't get to have anymore that you're believers believer. It's, and it's a joy not to have to have them. You don't have to be that smart. You don't have to figure out. But all things that are exposed or reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. So here's the key. I love this. If I discover in me darkness, if I discover, and again, darkness, I'm stumbling, I'm falling, I don't know where I'm going. I'm aware of darkness. If I confess, I'm in darkness, I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm i here's some symptoms that I'm experiencing. Here's anger, there's unbelief, there's fear, uh, there's hatred, I'm I'm frustrated. Uh, I'm trying to control everything. Lord, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. This is not what you want. You don't want me to be a covetous person. I just come back to you. Well, once I do that, whatever I'm saying, it's like light just floods into the room. It's like going into a room that's dark and musty and is depressing. And then you you open the shades and the light floods in. You open the window and fresh air comes in. And you just, you just, you change the, app you you're, you are entered into the new atmosphere. So here's the last verse. We'll make the exchange, and then we'll, we'll step into our inheritance. Therefore, he says, Papa, awake, you who sleep. Now, sleep is, now nothing in that, in and of itself, sleep is bad. It's just there's times when we're going to go, whoa, hmm. I'm going to wake up. Does that make sense? Uh, I was 19, 20, 21, 20. Got saved 19. I was a miracle salvation, testimony salvation, and I lived in a high level of, of encounter. But within six months, my flesh caught up. Didn't, ha- didn't have far to go. It's carrying my spirit inside it. Or, but I, my flesh caught up, and my heart and my soul started faltering. But I had a thing to carry. I had an at adi- I, I had a reputation. I had, you know, brought up to tell, testify, being saved, <laughs> leading people to the Lord. Anyway, the case was we were going to Idaho to start a youth ministry in Sun Valley. We had a, a, a door open with an Episcopal priest who was spirit filled and there was myself and two other guys and a gal, and we were to go up, uh, find a place to live, get jobs, and then begin to reach out to the youth. So we left... Um, uh, we, we left right the day, day after Thanksgiving, and we drove all the way up into... It probably took a day. You, can, you could do that drive in 17 hours. And we came to the one family that was, had a, a cabin outside their house, no heat in it. And it's right at the, right at the uh, border of the Sawtooth National Forest, at which the gate was closed. Couldn't go further because the snow was all over. And we get all our stuff out, put into this cabin. And the cabin is so cold that if you kick the snow off your feet, it was there in the morning. And the van, the, 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 the motorhome is taking the young girl, Joanne, to, God thanks be to God, to a condominium where she had a place to stay. And us three guys, we're here. Okay, now get yourself a job and um, see you. As they drove away and the snow made my feet cold and I realized I could die here. Then something else happened to me. I realized it backslid. I realized I was not in a trust relationship with God. I kind of now had God manageable and life was manageable. And I needed God. Oh, man, I needed God. And I just started, you know, there's some things that just will get you to repent. It's not that you were in another setting, anything different. It's just you guys, wow. And I just started praying, Lord Help me. It was the greatest gift he ever gave me. Less than a year old in the Lord, maybe just a 13 months old in the Lord. set me in an environment I could not control. In, in the circumstances I was did not have the means to. And it, it built my whole life of prayer because I had to learn to find the Lord and to keep finding him. So I woke up. I woke up. I woke up from the slumber I'd I'd kind of, I was coming into. Arise from the dead. Isn't that funny that we are commanded to rise from the dead? How many of us, I know many times my prayers, but Lord, raise me up. I raise me up. Help me up. I need you to pick me up. I'm having a bad day. Please come up. I need you to pick me up. He says, arise. Arise, shine. Your lights come. Glory of the Lord's risen upon you. Those truths that are eternal, that cannot, be dist- that cannot be reneged upon, God will not remove them as accessibility to every believer in Jesus Christ, have to be stepped into. Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. He didn't say, Christ will give you light, then rise from the dead. He said, rise from the dead, Christ will give you light. Stand up. That's what a rise means. Stand up. Stand out of that death place. Stand out of that decay. All oh, despondency. Life will never work. I'm living in this regret. I can't, I can't believe how I am here. Just rise up, and Christ will give you light. Dear Heavenly Father, would you help us in a moment of exchange? Lord, you don't need public exposures to catch up. A- capture our heart your living word is enough for that we ask you and i'm going to pray and you can pray i ask you to forgive our sins where we walk in darkness where we've our mouths that are unclean that we could be prophets prophesying but we have unclean lips we don't realize it till the glory shows up dear heavenly father forgive us for all fornication all sexual morality of all manners from those subtleties of subtleties, we just repent. We confess them as sin. We we just, wherever it's it's pulling us in, we just want to acknowledge, "This this is not good and I'm not to be here. Idolatry. Which is where I have anything other than you is my God. And the works of my hands are not my God. We just repent. Lord, we repent. Acknowledge it, knowing that if we acknowledge it, it becomes light. It loses power. It cannot control. Now, as you're, as you're declaring whatever it is God's quickening you, know, when, you know, repentance is a gift from heaven. And those who are favored by God learn to repent every day. The goal in life is not to get caught. The goal in in the life is to get caught so that we can confess and we can be cleansed and we can be free. As the Lord begins to move in your heart or you begin moving your heart toward the Lord and you're ready, stand up. There's, There's no litmus test in this church. There's no means to determine whether you're righteous or not, but God knows. Righteousness is imputed by faith in Jesus. God's resurrection. All we're talking about is stepping out of things that are controlling us or want to control us or contending over us or or fighting for our attention. We're standing up. We're rising from the dead. We're standing up. We're standing up. Oh, yes, Lord. Christ will give us light. Look to Jesus. Jesus. By faith, you are in, I am in, we are in Christ. We are in Christ. Say, I am in Christ. I am in Christ. I am in Christ, my salvation. I am in Christ, my healing. I am in Christ, my forgiveness my redemption, my righteousness, my wisdom from God. I am in Christ, Christ is in me. Oh, you see your drawing, you see, you see the lights coming, the lights, see, so we're not talking, we don't earn this, we just receive this, we don't earn any of this, we just receive it all. I am in Christ, I am in Christ. Now I'm gonna begin to declare over us who we are in Christ according to the prophetic utterance. And every word I speak is having the power to bring about the manifestation of that truth in every one of our lives, everyone online. This is not, this, this is like, you know, we talk about a feast. This is a heavenly banquet. And if you, I just wanna encourage you, there's no manners in this, this trough. Just come and eat and partake and receive everything. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 please. Get ready. We are going to receive. See, humility is accepting the truth of God's son given as a testimony by father. It's accepting the word before you can perform the word. It's accepting the word as truth when it no longer seems to have the power to bear you f- fruit. And that's what we're doing. Watch this. Arise. We're gonna read together, because if we read it together, it'll be the truth that all of us are reading together. So together, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Because this was a prophet speaking into the future of what Christ would accomplish and what was for all of Israel and all who believe in the Messiah, he was speaking to you. But since he's no longer having to speak to you in the future, let's speak to us in the present. So we'll start again, and we're just going to change. Arise, shine, for our light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Can we do that? Just make it personal. All right, together. Arise, shine, for our light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over us, And his glory will be seen upon us. Yeah, I think us. Don't you think? Instead of you or me, let's just do it us. All of us. The Gentiles shall come to our light and kings to the brightness of our rising. (laughs) Get your vivid imagination on. You're about ready to have some Ezekiel moments. Get ready. See it. Lift up our eyes all around and see. They all gather together, they come to us. Our sons shall come from afar, and our daughters shall be nursed at our side. Then we will see and become radiant, and our heart shall swell with joy. Because the abundance of the sea has been turned to us, the wealth of the Gentiles has come to us. Wow. Yeah, just take a moment. Yes, Lord, this has happened. Continue. The multitude of camels shall cover our land. Now, maybe camels isn't anything, but maybe Lamborghinis and, uh, you know, it's just a it's manner of means. Dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedar, shall be gathered together to us. The rams of Nebaoth shall minister to us. They shall ascend with acceptance on your altar and I will glorify the house of my glory. Now this is, those are the, those are the cousins, those are those uh, descendants of Abraham that he sent off to the east. We're talking about a collecting of the world very, very rapidly who are these who fly like a cloud and like doves to the roost we're talking about airplanes surely the coastlands shall wait for me and the ships of tarshish will come first to bring your sons from afar that's why we got port huenemy their silver and their gold with them to the name of the lord our god and to the Holy One of Israel because he has glorified us. Wow. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. That's why we don't walk in darkness because the light is too bright. It's so much better. The sons of foreigners shall build up our walls and their kings shall minister to us. For in your wrath you struck us, but in your favor you have mercy on us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Therefore, our gates shall be opened continually. They shall not be shut day or night, men, that men may bring us the wealth of the Gentiles and their kings in procession. This is expanding our minds to see from God's perspective. For the nation and kingdom which will not serve us shall perish, these nations shall be utterly ruined. The glory of Lebanon shall come to us, the cypress, the pine, the box tree together to beautify the place of my sanctuary and I will make the place of my feet glorious. Mm. Mm. This is talking about our homes, our sanctuary, the people of God in this region. I love this verse. Also the sons of those who afflicted us shall come bowing to us and all those who despised us shall fall prostrate at the soles of our feet and they shall call us the city of the Lord, Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Yes, Lord. Change our name. Whereas... We have been forsaken and hated, so that no one went through us. You will make us an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. Yes, yes. We will drink the milk of the Gentiles and milk the breast of kings. We We will know that you, the Lord, are our Savior. And our Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. We'll only do chapter sixty, yeah, I because uh, this this is almost you know, can only keep so many programs open. <laughs> yeah, you know. but this verse seventeen we all know this. How just uh, upgrades, upgrades. 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 Here we go. Instead of bronze, you will bring gold. Instead of iron, you will bring silver. Instead of wood, bronze. Instead of stones, iron. And you'll make your officers peace and your majesty, righteousness. In Christ. In Christ. In Christ. Wow. Violence shall no longer be heard in our land. Neither wasting nor destruction within our borders. But we shall call our walls salvation. And our gates praise. Wow. Oh, watch us Talk about upgrades. The sun shall no longer be our light by day, nor the brightness shall be moon, give light to us. For, but the Lord will be an everlasting light, and our God, our glory. Our God, our glory. Our sun shall no longer go down, nor shall our moon withdraw itself for the Lord will be our everlasting light and the days of our mourning shall be ended. Well, It's been a season, it's been a journey. It's a journey to learn, to earn, not earn, but to reign. And now we're coming out of that season. Uh, tears are gonna get wiped from our eyes. Uh, reproach coming out of our lives and there's an establishment of a new season. Also, our people shall be righteous. They'll inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of your hands, that you may be glorified. A little one will become a thousand, and a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. So just hold up our hands. Lord, we receive this in Christ, this in Christ. We receive this inheritance, ours, in Christ. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Go ahead. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you. I shine
1: for your light has come And the glory of the Lord has risen upon The glory of the Lord has risen upon us, arise. Shine, shine, for your shine light with has me. come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon us, arise. Shine, for your light has come.
0: So now, I wanna bless us into lunch, into a love feast of love, fellowship one with another, of shining and giving away Christ to one another. Bless our staff that's out there. They've done such an amazing job and you're gonna love the food and you're going to, we're gonna enjoy one another. Shine. Lord, in Jesus' name, we can't possess this. We could never earn this. We could never keep this. None of it comes from us, it's all in the sun. And it's an everlasting fountain of eternal life that never has to go dry. So we accept what you said over our future in Christ, in our inheritance in Christ. We know the activation in the Spirit, the truth of God's Word, will activate us each individually as members of the Living Body and all of a sudden we start moving in ways we had never even dreamed we could move in and no longer jealous over one another or envious of someone else's gifting. We know that something wonderful is happening in the last days as the church comes fully alive in the Messiah and we are welcoming this moment and God we want to go out with joy. We want to go forth in peace. We want the mountains and the hills all around us to begin to break forth with singing. We want the whole trees of the field to begin to clap their hands. We declare that all of the creation will begin to respond to the manifestation of the glorious victory of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, help us process and practice and live in this place. Tomorrow when we wake up, whatever we have to face, we will just step inside Christ, remind ourselves this is where we are and to drag that thing into where Christ is and let Christ deal with it. We thank you for victory. Thank you for the food that's been prepared. Thank you for those beautiful people that give so much and lay down their lives so we can eat together and be together. Lord, let us shine. Let us shine. That we know that if we rise and we begin to shine, that Jesus will give light And the light will be the shining mechanism that we're shining into. So thank you, 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 thank you. Now take everything that God spoke to you. Grab it. Bring it with you. Give it away. Man, practice it in prayer, in the word. And watch God gloriously show up in every part of life this week in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Blessing.